Hello everybody, welcome to We View Yasha. Uh, Lindsay's here. Hello. Yeah, so, so am I. <laughs> we're, we're here to talk about episode 44, Kaijinbo's Evil Sword. The Okay, we're starting with the uh, aftermath of that horrific battle. Our beloved Sashomaru with Jaken and his new pet Rin show up. And I guess they just stumbled across this. Well, I think uh, Sashomaru mentions earlier that he had smelled Inuyasha and his blood was different. Yeah. So maybe he was coming to check it out. Mm-hmm. And then just finds a demon corpse. Although he knew the Tesaiga broke. He just felt it in his bones somehow that the Tesaiga was broken. And he knew that that was the demon that broke it because he's like, the teeth are strong enough to break mm-hmm. it. And he takes the head. Zaniness occurred. Okay. You know, I'm really <laughs> bummed out. I don't care for Rin. You give her a chance. Give her a chance. Okay. That makes me a little happier to hear that. <laughs> but, ooh, she is way different from the last time we saw her. Yes. Well, she has kind of um, come out of her shell. She's down to where she belongs. She's talking. Yes. Um, I usually don't go for the kid characters. <laughs> But I do like her. Okay. And even though she was being all annoying and just screaming for no reason, which normally I wouldn't be like, shut up. Just the way uh, she was just being all dramatic about it. Like, ah, ah. So Shummer's like, we're going to be quiet. Just like, okay. <laughs> but like happily, like, like it was a game. Yeah. And so Shamaru actually, I mean, considering he doesn't have a lot of patience for like anybody. He's mm-hmm. pretty nice to her. Yeah. Still, even though she's, like, following him along, he's, like, I don't know, kind of caring for her. I'm hoping it's, like, a pet and master relationship and not, like, a, I don't know, a James Spader, Maggie Gyllenhaal, and secretary kind of relationship. Because no, he does no. tell her not to move, and then she doesn't move until she says you can move. I think it's more of, like, a game. I mean, I think if she would have just paused where she was and you know just not gone into the woods or something he would have been fine but she took it like again it's like a game like freeze tag and froze exactly you're actually really convincing me that she's okay so (laughs) i'll reserve judgment on this rin character yeah i'd say just kind of give her a little bit of time she's Mm -hmm. you're just getting used to her okay there's more adventures to be had that's good. And meanwhile, with our gang, uh, Inuyasha is contemplating uh, <laughs> that stuff he did and how he felt as he turned into a full demon, excuse me. And yeah. he steals a fish from Shippo. I know. I didn't want the one that Kagome was offering. This, uh, this episode's really, really wacky. I think it's they, kind of all over the place. It really is uh, in ways that I don't care for. I guess we have to have a comedic episode because our characters have gotten their asses kicked consistently for the last six episodes. And it's about time they had some fun, 
question mark. And we have a uh, totesized cow and Mioga show up in a burst of lightning. And they're filled in on the sword breaking. Seems like everybody in Japan knows. <laughs> yes. So Miyoga's like, ooh, no. Miyoga knows a bit more about it. Like he, I mean, to his credit, he knew that there was trouble and he came. Yeah, oh, far too late. As True. within his character. Although in, later in the episode when Inuyasha is charging and uh, he's like, you know, screw the sword. I'll do this. Or maybe it's the next episode. That's the next episode. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not running away. He's hanging on. Yep. Inuyasha's the one that like flicks him off. <laughs> so as he hears that, he says, well, mount this cow and go to Todesai. That's a very <laughs> weird cut here where he receives that information. And then it cuts to Inuyasha on the cow going, bye! Yeah, and then the fades out. Did, yeah, the cow just started walking off. Inuyasha's sitting, like, cross-legged on it. Like, the cow didn't, like, fly. Because, I mean, didn't it fly before? Yeah. Or, like... Travels through lightning. lightning. or Yeah. It's just gonna walk. Because Inuyasha could run. Probably faster than the cow. <laughs> Maybe it, like, lightning teleported off screen when it was safe because maybe it would kill everybody there if it did it didn't kill everybody when it landed i don't know i didn't <laughs> write this rumiko takahashi did i think that's her name but later that evening miyoga says that the sword as you had implied or just outright said no you outright said that i think the, i outright said because i think you said spoilers i would I never say that, that. Oh, oh my god Lindsay didn't feel bad. <laughs> yes, the sword keeps Inuyasha's demon side sealed. Also part of the father's plan, I'm guessing. Or if this is just a side effect of wielding the Tetsaiga. Um, I would guess plan. So Shamaru, I mean, yeah, he's, he's kind of a jerk. But he's used to being a demon all the time. He's kind of got control of his powers. Inuyasha's kind of like... I mean, he's pretty powerful as a half-demon, but... Iron Reaver Soul Stealer seems a bit more powerful when he's like demoned up. So he's never dealt with his demon side before this? It's no, because the, the sword was in his eye? It was always there. And then also they said that his life was in danger and he didn't have the Tisaiga to seal it. Um, so I think because, I mean, I, if he didn't have the Tisaiga with him, I don't think his life's really been like in peril without the Tisaiga. So I think that's like what awakened it. And, like, what awakens it before is when he casts the sword away and he's, like, in trouble is when his blood, like, wants to protect him. Like, um... Yeah, Miyoga says that the demon side's going to consume him if uh, he doesn't have the sword with him. And Kagome's like, oh, no. And she thinks fondly of how she could possibly lose her friend Inuyasha. And one of her fond memories is him calling her stupid. <laughs> And then they don't want to tell Inuyasha. Yeah, that's a weird instinct. They should just tell him. Um, yeah, Kagome and Miroku's yeah, are like, well, yeah, we need to let him know. He needs to know this stuff. And Miyoga's like, no, because Inuyasha, if he finds out he has this power, he'll rely on that instead of the sword. 
Because mm. he does want to become full demon, so if he finds that out, he's like, oh, I'll just do that all the time then. Yeah. Sort of why I've been yelling about this whole time, that it's, it should be pretty powerful without the sword, you could just use the sword. I would be the villain of the group if I said that. What a maroon. We cut to Totosai crying. Inuyasha can just walk across the molten land and not get hurt. Or he wrapped his pieces of his fire rat on his feet. Maybe he rode the cow up to the door. Oh, you're way <laughs> smarter than me. That's fantastic. And then inside, I guess there's just no fire. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I thought his tears when they hit the ground like turned to steam, oh, though, right? Oh, you're so much smarter than me. <laughs> I guess it's not important. Yeah. His, his half-demonness is protecting his feet. So this next joke actually lands. He asks if he can fix the sword. because I think I can bond it with something. Pulls out some pliers out of sight and says, Open your mouth <laughs> like this, and then cut to getting his fang yanked out. Uh, I thought he was going to be toothless through the rest of the show. Oh. <laughs> now, did I mention on mic or not? That is like getting, giving away his fuckability if he doesn't have a tooth. <laughs> but it'll just grow back in a day, so it's fine. I think half a day. Oh. So he's going to use that as a bonding agent to make a sword it'll be done in three days time i'm sure nothing weird will happen within that amount of time and inuyasha's just kind of like okay cool three days i mean he doesn't seem to be panicked at all to be without his sword nope i guess it's useless to him broken so maybe and he doesn't want to stay there for three days and deal with that because he probably thinks to himself, I'm definitely going to kill this guy if I stay here. <laughs> so I'm leaving. Have we met Kaijinbo? This is where we meet Kaijinbo, who his uh, English voice actor was really good. I looked him up. He doesn't do any of the other voices in the show, but I liked it. Yeah, he looks like a weirdo. We find out he is one. <laughs> He's an old apprentice of Todasai, but he kept making um, deviant swords, so yes. he got fired. Yes. I mean, when we get to that part where Toto's saying exactly what he does, <laughs> I'm like, there were no warning signs, you know? There were no stepping stones leading up to, like, no. <laughs> murdering ten children. I mean... Like he killed one, and then five, and then <laughs> ten. I mean, you didn't notice anything was off about him before that. Maybe he thought it could contain him. The other thing is his solution for it was just to fire him. <laughs> not like <Go> you're <laughs> gonna do that stuff you do it, do it on your own time <laughs> and he's commissioned by Sashomaru to make a sword out of the head he's brought but he can't make any make it out of something that's dead well lucky for all of us <laughs> he has this ten sega sword that can revive the dead flesh of something or other yeah it didn't seem to really do anything i at least thought like his eyes would light up and he'd start talking or something that is what i thought too or gnashing his teeth something. i think the sword can just do whatever at any given time yeah what, i mean did the rest of his body come back to life too oh it twitches just the <laughs> nah, i guess just the part although later when jockin's cut in half he just revives the top part and then says jockin put yourself together meet me outside if, okay, if that had been Rin, like, cut in two, would she be able to just put herself together, or would she just be a living top half for, like, is that, like, 
a Jockin special that he could just like. That has to be smush the. Smush his body parts back together. He's like a. Like a slime or something that you can just smash it back together. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> I have so many questions. Well, what's fun is maybe Rumiko is going to, like, 10 episodes from now, finally explain what the hell that was. She loves doing that. So uh, our new character, Kaijinbo, is very excited that he's going to make this awesome new sword out of some fangs that are more powerful than the Tetsaiga. Which was forged by his master. Mm. Former master. So, second night, uh, one more day until the Tetsaiga is finished, and it's the new moon. Oh, Doe. Yeah. <laughs> we see the black-haired Inuyasha again. And Sango has to be filled in, and Moroku is intellectually very fascinated. Yes, Miroku says that he's never seen it. I think that's true. So... Oh, there hasn't been a Has new moon been this less whole time. Than a month, or does Inuyasha just kind of like wander off for the night? That has or... to be it. That they. There's no way it's only been a month, right? It's gotta have been longer than that. Maybe all those times that they sent uh, Kagome home to her own time, and then Inuyasha just wander off and meditate in a tree <laughs> as a human. He says he doesn't sleep when he's. Yeah, he has all kinds of weird emotions <laughs> that he doesn't care for. Yeah, Moroku's like just really invading oh, his personal space. <laughs> Showing Sango, oh, look, he doesn't have fangs. Reminds me of the time. Inuyasha finds out that Shippo's been telling everybody, probably through a series of drawings. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Oh, yeah. Why didn't we see that? See, once a month. <laughs> And it's like him as that dog, but with the dark hair and being all. <laughs> we need a Shippo storybook that just recaps the entire show. Yep. <laughs> with his kick-ass drawings. Yes. So then that happens. Oh, Inuyasha and Kagome have a heart-to-heart. Oh, hey, I also noticed when he's in his human form, his eyes aren't yellow. Oh. I'm kind of into his human form a little bit. I'm not big on the white hair. I don't know why. But I like his demon form, too. <laughs> so I just like the extremes, not the middle. Uh, yeah, Kagome says, uh, you have a lot more friends, silly. That's what this season's about, is friendship. Don't you remember those opening credits where you accepted us as friends? She begs him not to forget all of his friends when he becomes a full demon. Yeah, she's really worried about that. Okay, I'll I'll make this confession here. I'm kind of more into Inuyasha and Kikyo at the time being. Because of the last few that I, I really like their dynamic. And we haven't had any movement on Kagome and Inuyasha for a long time. And it seems that her concern for him is a lot based in friendship and a little bit based in a crush that she has. But the opening credits, too, of this season imply that everything is just an adventure that she's on. So she's going to make all of these kooky friends and help them out and then go home at the end. So I think when she waves and everyone's like, eh, bye. <laughs> and then the next shot is all of them walking on a river. I don't think Kagome's with them. So it's like they're all going home to their own time. <laughs> 
I don't know what I'm saying. So then, yeah, just if the whole arc, I know it probably isn't, but if the whole arc of this is just Kagome has an adventure and then goes home and then Inuyasha and Kikyo become cool with each other finally and maybe fall in love and he teaches her uh, that it's cool to be alive again <laughs> and they have a bunch of kids. I'll be fine with it. She's made out of clay. I know. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, love can overcome anything. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they use the Shikon jewelry to push her back along. Oh, my God. I that's that'd right. be a possibility. That's right. It gives you a wish. But then he'd be a half demon. That's true. Maybe by then he'd be okay. Yeah. He just... All of his testosterone's gone, so he's not as wild as he used to be. And he keeps <laughs> the sword on him, so... But you know what? I didn't write this show, and it's probably not where they're going with this. There's somebody on Reddit, by the way, uh, looks like a new guy, who just watched the final act uh, and hated it and said it was the most disappointing thing ever. Really? I did not click on it because I don't want to know the details. Interesting. But anyhow. Episode 167 is the most disappointing thing ever. 167, eh? I'll remember. I think the rewatch... That's about where they're at right now. Oh, God, they flew through that. Yeah. When we started, they were about at 130-something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Seems uh, about right then. But we, we cut back to Jockin. He's like, man, that sword should be ready by now. Hello? He knocks on the flap. <laughs> I think he conveniently says it's been three days. Yeah. Which is conveniently how long Inuyasha's sword. Yeah, or they seem to be one days. day ahead of him. Or, oh, no, wait, because Totosai's late. So I think they're like <laughs> doing like the same thing at the same time. But unfortunately for Jaken, he gets cut in half. Uh, it appears that Kaijinbo is possessed by the sword of Goshinki. Wah, wah. <laughs> Who saw that coming? I did not. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a mind-reading sword. But it, oh, but it's a mind-possessing sword. Yeah, it's just uh, all full of hatred for mm-hmm. Inuyasha. It's all it wants to do is cut Inuyasha. Innocent bystander in all of this. Yeah, he, he'll be fine, I'm sure. <laughs> so Shomaru can just pluck another one out of the demon store. And <laughs> your new name is Jockin. By the way, he, he affected a weird dialect in the dub when he tells... Uh, Kajimbo to make the sword he says something out of character he's like what do you think about that or something it's like, that's not what Sashomaru does I never ask for anyone's opinion yeah. <laughs> on anything listen to it at home yeah, kids he rarely asks a question <laughs> he just says do this for me <laughs> or you're dead uh, yeah the campfire Moroku's fucking with Inuyasha some more calling him a Freddy boy oh yeah because he doesn't want to sleep and then Sango senses something. And Moroku does too. That's an evil presence. Oh no! Slit the whole sky up like purple. So anybody <laughs> would have noticed that. And he's cutting down trees. <laughs> yeah. Kaijimbo shows up ready to fight. Oh, the sword does read minds too, I guess. Because it's like telling, oh. telling him everything about the people he's about to attack. Maybe that's stuff that Goshinki already knew when he died. Oh, maybe. But he does know about the um, the Hiraikotsu and knows that it's coming back to hit him in the back of the head, and he cuts it in half. Yeah. 
Poor Sango. <laughs> Sango hasn't kicked ass since uh, the... the... Ah, before Kana hit her with the Rikos. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Kagura's introduction was the last time she kicked ass. Yeah. The Koga fight when they were fighting the, uh, the sprite recolor oh. of Naraku as a tree demon. Yeah, that's quite a while ago. I expect a Sango episode real soon then. <laughs> Better so be. now Tesla is broken in half. Heraikos is broken in half. But don't worry, Moroku's here to show everybody that he's not just a creepy monk. He has real spiritual powers. He bonks the guy in the head, splitting, <laughs> splitting his. It open. <laughs> and he puts a charm on it. Which uh, does a little bit of good for a minute. Yep, Kagome's very impressed. It's like, oh, that's right. <laughs> he can do stuff. I thought the wind tunnel was your only weapon. He calls that heaven's punishment, I think. Yeah. He's still Which, trying out catchphrases. Yeah. That's for his backup attack. The sword pulses, waking up Kaijinbo. And uh, let me I see I think here. at this point they say he's just a body, that all of it's the sword, right? Yeah, the sword's it's, doing all the work. The sword's making him move. We get a, a long taunt. I kind of like this, that it's a long pan from the sky as they're just yapping at each other. So I thought this was going to be the moment where Inuyasha's like, oh, I'm back. But it's just showing us that the sun's on its way, and pretty soon Inuyasha's going to be back. Yeah, that is a long, long sunrise. Because I swear before when, uh... oh yeah, because Inuyasha <laughs> snuck it. Wait, why didn't Miraku try and use the wind tunnel? No reason. No reason. S same thing that there's no reason that I've, uh, this whole time Kagome could have shot a sacred arrow and <laughs> solved this <Seriously>. problem. <laughs> okay, so he only tried his one move. He didn't try just sucking him up. No. They didn't even go into that. Nope. There were no hidden Helbies or... To be fair, I kind of forgot about all that stuff too. But still, you make these powers, you should use them. Maybe... Mm -hmm. They didn't have enough MP. This is where Todesai arrives. Inuyasha already turned. Turned. Back into his. Not human. yet. Oh, okay. He's still human. Yeah. Oh, and everyone's trying to stop him from rushing in. <laughs> yeah. Like. I he he <laughs> did run forward to do it, and then Todesai arrived and stopped him. Got it. Yeah, and he takes the sword, but it's still the normal sword. He can't use it until dawn breaks, and the Todesai. Decides to stall. <laughs> and this is where he mentions that Kaijimbo killed ten children. Yeah. Because he wanted the sword to seethe hatred. Of those ten children. Like, was it a good sword? Did I had more questions about that sword. <laughs> what happened to that sword? Did you break it? Did you put a barrier on it? Does Kaijimbo still have it? Did someone buy it? <laughs> yeah, who bought it? Who bought the sword? Who bought the child sword? Hope we but find that sword later. Really, totally. I mean, in the way he's looking at him, you know, like all disdainfully, it's like he really should have caught this earlier too, Toto. So this is kind of on you a little bit. <laughs> I mean, you could have, you should have killed him. Like even Luke tried to kill Kylo Ren. Like, oh, okay, well, we won't talk about the Last Jedi. <laughs> uh, Inuyasha attacks <laughs> anyway. Just as Toto is learning of what kind of sword they're up against the attack fails but at least the uh, the new Tetsaiga stays intact and doesn't break still protects him finally 
Don Breaks. Inuyasha has a badass one-liner that I didn't write down. What does he say? He says something like, Happy Arbor Day. (laughs) (laughs) He said, let's go Chrome Dome. And (laughs) the sword's very heavy, we learned. Yes. Tonosai says, yeah, I made it better. It's great now. Inuyasha's like, yeah. And then, Why is it so heavy? (laughs) And then they rush towards each other, and that's where we get our closing credits. So... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I guess they had to give Sashamaru a sword, so they had to have an intro episode about the sword. So he's got two swords. This guy's just going to be lousy with swords. If he ever comes to claim it. Oh. Which we don't know yet. <laughs> well, let's look at the title of the next episode. It's called Sashomaru Wields Tokijin. Oh, that's the name of the sword. I guess I should have said that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, when Jaken gets cut in half, uh, Kaijinbo names the sword. And Sashomaru has not found Jaken yet. No, we, he does. He, he did, We okay. just breezed right past okay. it. Okay. <laughs> of course, Springs. Jocking back to life because he really likes that model. Yeah, <laughs> model of demon. Not, I don't want to teach a new guy. Yeah, I mean, break a nail. You know, Jocking knows the routine. Plus, he plays with Rin and leaves me alone. <laughs> Plucks flowers. Yep. <laughs> so Shemmer meant to kill me. He didn't. He did. Next episode's better. This one's just. Not even like a take your medicine kind of thing, because it was like, did we really need this? I don't know. It feels like an awkward transition. Yeah. Going from, oh my gosh, Inuyasha just went full demon to yeah, wherever we're going next. It's just, I don't know. It's a little clumsy. Yes. Let's finish this one up and get to talking about the next one. Seshi wields Tokiji. Oh my, I wonder if <laughs> I wonder if he'll wield it. This episode titles. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do our closing intro. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, no, oh god, it's gonna do a joke, but that joke's just from Jurassic Park. Oh, well, what, what's the warmest part of the room? I don't know what's the warmest part of a room. A corner, because it's always 90 degrees. <laughs> Bye! <laughs>